Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. The IDF announced on Shabbos morning, January 6th, that it had completed dismantling Hamas's command structure in northern Gaza. IDF spokesperson Daniel Hagari said the IDF was now focused on dismantling Hamas in central and southern Gaza. In a press conference, Hagari related that around 8,000 Hamas terrorists have been killed in northern Gaza so far. Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi, the IDF chief of staff, and Ronan Barr, the head of the Shin Bet security agency, conducted a tour of a Hamas tunnel network in southern Gaza's Khan Yunis on Friday, January 5th. The military believes that key Hamas leaders, including Yahya Sinwar, are currently hiding underground in the southern Gaza Strip. During his statements, Halevi expressed deep appreciation for the ongoing complex operation, highlighting the combination of a rapid pace and skilled management of urban warfare. He emphasized the importance of securing the area and investigated underground passages. The goal is to impact Hamas both above and below ground, ensuring significant and high-quality outcomes. Halevi underlined the substantial advantages that the forces possess over Hamas terrorists, including personnel, institutional strength, equipment, capabilities, and training. He encouraged the forces to continue their efforts, affirming that there is no comparable force to theirs in the entire Gaza Strip. The IDF reported that troops from the Kfir Brigade have successfully neutralized dozens of terror operatives and dismantled over 100 Hamas targets in the Khan Yunis area, including tunnels. Additionally, the IDF unveiled a recent photo of senior Hamas official Mohammed Dif, who has been somewhat of a ghost figure. In the image, Dif is seen holding a stack of US dollars and a plastic cup of juice. According to recent Israeli intelligence, Dif's physical condition is reported to be operational, and he appears to be functioning well with only having damage to his eye and a slight limp. The IDF is expending all its energy to finding and eliminating key Hamas officials, including Dif, who is said to be Hamas's top field commander and the head of Hamas's Al-Qassam Brigade. He has been the Israeli military's most wanted man since 1995 for his crimes against Israel. Number two. Although U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin failed to inform the White House about his recent hospitalization for close to a week amidst worldwide turmoil, President Joe Biden has no intentions of firing him, and a group of senior administration officials remarked that even if Secretary Austin were to issue his resignation, President Biden would refuse it. Top White House National Security Council officials were not made aware of Austin's hospitalization at Walter Reed Hospital in Washington, D.C. on January 1st, or his reported stay in the intensive care unit for several days due to issues stemming from a medical procedure. The White House official did not answer if the president finds the communication breakdown acceptable or if there were plans to hold anyone accountable for the failure to communicate Austin's hospitalization to the president. However, the White House does plan to look into the communication process between the DOD, the Department of Defense, and the executive branch to determine, quote, if there are changes that need to be made, said National Security Spokesperson John Kirby on Monday, January 8th. Information on Austin's hospitalization first was made public by the Department of Defense on Friday evening, January 5th, reportedly giving congressional lawmakers a 15-minute notice before they broke the news to the public. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan was not notified of Austin's hospitalization 
until Thursday, January 4th. Following backlash from both Republicans and Democrats, Austin released a statement taking responsibility for the lack of communication with the White House. Austin's statement did not clarify what medical issue caused him to be admitted to Walter Reed Hospital, but he did say, quote, I recognize I could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed. I commit to doing better in the future. Number three. Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador has spelled out a series of demands from the U.S., ranging from visas to a multi-billion dollar infusion of funds, even as the Biden administration seeks to pressure Mexico to do more on its part to address the migrant, quote, crisis. He wants the U.S. to deploy a $20 billion plan to help Mexico and Central American countries dealing with the root causes of migration, while also calling for wholesale changes in U.S.-Cuba policy. We are going to help as we always do, Lopez Obrador said in a Friday, January 5th speech. Mexico is helping reach agreements with other countries, he said, in this case, Venezuela. Lopez Obrador said then that he wants the U.S. to provide visas to at least 10 million Hispanic migrants who have been living in the U.S. for 10 years or longer. His long list of demands comes even as the Biden administration is asking Mexico to do more as a surge of migrants continue to flow across the border. It also comes at a time when the Biden administration needs to show progress on the issues while getting hammered by Republican rivals and even some prominent Democrat mayors on the costs and social impacts of the surge. Border encounters hit another stunning milestone in December with 300,000 apprehensions. The U.S. is leaning on Mexico to do more to reduce those numbers. And late last month, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken flew to Mexico to meet with López Obrador. In one sign that Mexico has the capacity to have an impact, arrests at the southern border fell to about 2,500 on Monday, January 8th, a drop from 10,000 during the December peak. Mexican immigration officials have resumed removing would-be border crossers from trains and flying and busing them to southern Mexico while flying some Venezuelan nationals back to their home country. The White House has signaled the negotiations with congressional Republicans that it is willing to spend more to deal with border issues, which are threatening to become an election problem for President Biden and Democrats in 2024. Changing U.S. policy toward Cuba and Venezuela could be a taller order. However, Lopez Obrador is embracing some of the administration's own rhetoric, including Vice President Kamala Harris's push to address the, quote, root causes of immigration. Quote, we have always talked about addressing the causes, Lopez Obrador said. The ideal thing is to help poor countries. Underlining the issue is yet another caravan of migrants who began a march in the southern Mexican state of Chiapas. The group disbanded shortly before New Year's, but then reformed after claims of deception by authorities over the status of some of the estimated 6,000 participants. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.